Hi. 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 Hello. Congratulations, Mazel Tov on six years. Yay. Well so exciting. Yay. Jessica's playing this out. happen in every classroom, just like a moment where the teacher's like, everybody make noise. ADHD Rewired, episode 320. This is the podcast for those of us with really good intentions and a slightly wandering attention. I'm Eric Tivers. I'm a licensed clinical social worker by training and a coach by design. I'm your host and I have ADHD. ADHD Rewired is more than just a podcast. We are a community. We are wired for connection and you are not alone. Go to ADHDrewired.com to learn how you can join us in our free secret Facebook group. Get additional resources for every episode, including links to any resources we mentioned on today's show. You can support us on Patreon, sign up for our email newsletter, you can request podcast postcards to distribute to your clients and support groups, and you can learn all about our intensive online video-based coaching and accountability groups. You can do all of this at our website, ADHDrewired.com. We know that starting is the hardest part, so let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of ADHD Rewired. Today's guests are, well, we have a bunch of you. Um, so I think that uh, we're just going to kind of go through and uh, uh, give people an opportunity to talk because today what we are doing is something that is, um, it's an ADHD kind of a frenzied celebration. We're celebrating six years of podcasting. Have any of you ever done anything for six years consistently. I don't know if I have. So this is a, this is a pretty cool celebration. Uh, we, we did this at the uh, 50th episode. We did this at the hundredth episode. I thought about doing it again at episode 200. I didn't. I thought about doing it again at episode 300. Nope. Then I was like six years, six years is a good time to do it. So now we're at like six years and like a month and a half or so after, uh, after it. We are in the, uh, we are in the mists of connecting virtually but socially distancing uh, during the coronavirus. Uh, so it's wonderful to see everyone here. We have uh, like 5, 10, 15, 20-ish people uh, here on my Zoom screen. So um, if uh, you would like to just say hello, we'll do a... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to invite a moment of chaos. I'm going to just unmute everyone for just a split second here. Um, and just when I do, just say hello. Unmute all. Say hello. Hi. 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 Hello. <laughs> Congratulations. Mazel tov on six years. Well, thank you. So we have uh, some people who have been on the podcast before and uh, many who have not. Um so let's go around and just kind of share some stories about uh, what, you know, what your connection is to ADHD Rewired, um, maybe some stories about how you get your ADHD, uh, how you get your ADHD Rewired, talking about community. So um, I would like to start with a uh, someone I think you all probably know fairly well, and that's my, uh, my dear friend, Jessica McCabe, who uh, rolled out of bed and uh, said she put on pants, but we have no evidence uh, of that because uh, we see her from the the, uh, the waist up. Jessica, hello. Hello. Oh, cool. I'm going first. My meds haven't fully kicked in, FYI. Um, hi. So 
I first heard about ADHD Rewired because I was doing this little YouTube channel called How to ADHD and Eric Tivers reached out and he was so professional and I was so impressed and like knew all the tricks with the audio and everything. And I was so nervous to be on a show, but he was so sweet to me. And that year I went to my very first Chad conference and <laughs> I was glued to Eric Tivers at the hip. Like I followed him everywhere, like a little puppy. And he introduced me to everybody and made me feel so welcome. And it was my introduction into the ADHD community because before then, I didn't really know anybody who knew anything about ADHD. I was just Googling and you know, <laughs> trying to do my best at researching and putting stuff on the internet and hoping that nobody would get mad at me because like, I wasn't supposed to be doing this. I was a college dropout. Like I didn't know anything about mental health. I was just trying to figure stuff out on my own and sharing what I learned. And Eric Tivers was the first, you know, ADHD advocate that made me feel like I got to be part of this club. And he introduced me to other people. And since then, he's been an incredible mentor to me. And, you know, now, I don't know, now he feels like a peer and it's really cool. And we support each other through, you know, creating stuff. And um, it's just been... I'm going to cry. Um, it's just been such an incredible experience getting to know him and getting to feel welcome within this community. And um, he's just taught me so much uh, about time blindness and time blocking and and how to actually be productive with this, you know, <laughs> chaotic rogue brain of mine. Um, it's just been, an, it's been such an honor to know you, Eric. It really has. And the, the, uh, all those feelings are, are very mutual. I feel that, uh, um, I learned just as much from you. So it's a very, uh, I think very symbiotic relationship that we have. And I'm very grateful for, for our friendship and for everything you do for the ADHD community. I mean, Jessica, I, I don't, I mean, I think I've told you this. Um, but you know, when, when I have people register for, uh, my, my coaching groups and I ask, like, how did you hear about the group? I, the number one referral source by far doesn't even come close to my podcast is your channel. Yeah, because I went to do one episode with Eric and it ended up being three episodes because he had so much good stuff to say. Um, but yeah, that's that's really cool. And just, I, I can't thank you enough. Like, I can't even express how useful it's been to understand how my brain works. And a lot of that I've learned from you. And um, I have such a different relationship with my brain now. I don't feel like it's... I don't feel like it's sabotaging me. You know, I don't feel like I have, you know, <laughs> I have all these goals that I'm trying to do. And then like, I sabotage myself and I, and I just get in my own way all the time. I used to feel like I'm my own biggest problem. Right. And now I understand like I'm living with an ADHD brain. And so for me personally, the way I conceptualize it is, you know, there's me and there's my ADHD. And sometimes we have to negotiate. Sometimes I'm like, I want to get this done. And my brain's like, I want to go on Wikipedia. And I have to like, be like, okay, let me set a timer for 15 minutes or, you know, 25 minutes on a good day, like maybe five minutes on a bad day and be like, all right, I'm just going to work for five minutes. And then my ADHD can play. So one of the coolest things that like, I've kind of learned is that there are sometimes when I need to be like, okay, I'm in charge. I am going to be productive. You know, my brain can wait. And other times when I need to just let it wander. And that's a, that's what I've found, you know, works best for me is I just let my brain wander sometimes because my ADHD is actually pretty cool. Like it is very creative and interested in everything. I'm super curious. Um, and that curiosity when I'm trying to accomplish something can get in my way. But other times it can be really great. And um, I don't know. I just think Eric... Eric and ADHD Rewired has helped me have a really positive relationship with my brain and with my ADHD. Jessica, let me ask you one more question here. Um, 
for you personally, not, not even as a, um, a, a leader in the community, but personally, how has being part of an ADHD community uh, impacted your ADHD? Oh, it's game changing. Um, probably part of part of it is um, I, I wrote a whole song about this. Like, I feel like I was that fish trying to climb a tree and wondering why I kept ending up back at the bottom and I kind of sucked at it. And now I feel like I'm in the ocean with other fish learning how to swim. And part of it is I'm being taught how to swim by these other fish because I see how other people are doing it. And I get these strategies from other people. You're, you're one of the huge fish in the sea in this metaphor. Um, but another part of it is just being around other fish. I feel normal. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, of course, of course my kitchen is not perfectly clean. Whose is, right? I, I am having an easier time not holding myself to neurotypical standards, which is great because accepting my ADHD was something that I didn't have a hard time with. Um, you know, I, I, my favorite aunt had ADHD when I was diagnosed. I was like, cool, I joined the cool club. But like not holding myself to neurotypical standards was a different matter. I was like, cool, I have ADHD, but also I should keep my house clean and be able to pay bills on time and do this and do that. And now being among other people with ADHD, I'm able to see that, you know, in certain ways, I'm not going to hit those neurotypical standards. But in other ways, I'm part of the, you know, this really curious, creative, generous, amazing, enthusiastic community that, that works differently. And I work differently too. And I fit in here. I'm so happy you're here, Jessica. Me too. Thanks. I'm going to cry. That's okay. It's uh, we, we allow crying on the, uh, on the podcast here. Um, and you know, one, one of the thing I, that I just want to share with, with everyone too, is that, uh, how long have we been doing our weekly, uh, meetings? It's been like two years or about. You, and I? you guys meet every week? <laughs> Talking to you, fool. <laughs> oh, you and me? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't even kidding. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Um, I don't even know. But yeah, uh, after after I did the closing keynote at Chad a year or two ago, um, Eric was like, I think I need peer support. And I was like, I'll be your peer. And so since then, we, we talk once a week um, when we both remember to. <laughs> which is not always my favorite was uh was last so we meet every thursday and last wednesday you sent me a text <laughs> we're on in 15 minutes right and my response it's wednesday <laughs> it's wonderful like, having oh, you as, right. a, as a friend so thank you so much for for being here and uh for doing everything that that you do thanks all right um who would like to uh who'd like to share next you know, all right, Adiola. How's it going, man? Oh, pretty good. Um, like the thanks for the initial interview that I had you last bet. year. You bet. And how it came across you was that after my diagnosis and with my ADHD coach, I started listening to your podcast every week for about a year. And I got gained more insight into ADHD besides the other usual with uh, including Jessica and everything. And other and Dr. Hallowell, it was a fact that you gave me an opportunity midway through my Persian Malacca program to to, um, to get my story across. This was after losing 330 pounds. But this year, I managed to graduate, understand that I'll be, at the end of the month, like end of April, first book is written and looking to get it published. Wow. Hopefully. I mean, I, it will be published and work on the second one. But lastly, if you give me more of an advocate of understanding 
it's okay to be different and to think differently and to help those system instructors by other people's like own experiences. That has been a great help to like with your podcast. It's like I'm not the only one who's like this. Even being in a, in a small town where it's, it's very hard to, to see that it's much, it's not just locally, it's like, I mean, it's essentially everywhere, even though it's a small percentage of population. What was it like for you hearing uh, um, yourself on, on the podcast? And was there, did you have people maybe reach out to you at all? And um, Yeah, a lot of people were surprised. We're, we're, we're shocked. Even myself, I, even myself, I had to re-listen to it a couple of times. Like, I actually went through all that. But but going through it, all I'm seeing is going through my own little, going through my own muck and everything, personally. But looking back on it, it's, you know what, it validated what I've been through. And if I, if I came across a bit rude or something like that, I want to apologize for that because I thought I would get a bad job. So, I mean, I want to apologize publicly. So, it's, it really, and even to this day, I still repot any of your podcasts. I still repost it on the personal Facebook page and a couple of um, groups locally, as well as in Northern Ontario, of all your podcasts. Awesome. Remind, remind everyone, do you remember what episode number it was? Because I, I don't remember it offhand. It's, it was last year. It, you just have to go back into the podcast. Anyway. So it was, I can't remember myself, but it was just the fact that of all the ADC podcasts, every week I still listen to your podcast. No, I mean, regardless. Awesome. Well, thanks. And it's one of the best ones I've listened to. Even your coaching podcast, your, your the masterminds, uh, masterminds, everything, even the personal stories. It's like, it seems like I'm always getting something differently. It's like, oh, okay, this can apply to me. Person. I mean, I mean, I mean, I get everybody's different, but I can still take something to learn from personally. Awesome. And uh, MJ just shared in the chat that it was episode 266. So thank you for looking that up. Yeah. Oh, it's I'll recommend you anybody. I mean, anybody will listen. Uh, that's that's guaranteed. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Let's uh, let's go to we have a, the screen is getting more and more filled and I want to hear more and more people's stories. Uh, so who would like to share something next? Natalie. Hi. Oh, my goodness. I haven't spoken yet today. <laughs> so I started listening to ADHD Rewired. Um, I actually like wrote all this down. June 2017, I started listening, um, which was, uh, I'm sorry, I started listening November 2017. June 2017 was when I was diagnosed. Um, and I, um, I loved it so much that I signed up for coaching that February. I coached, um, I got the, did the coaching groups and then I did an admin directly after that. And it really changed my life a lot. Um, and I was able to, um, like accept myself and I started doing planning and all of that. Um, and then I moved um, I went to Chad November 2018, and then I moved to Indianapolis from the Detroit area um, April 2019. And when I did that, I kind of fell off of it. Um, and I've been trying to plan on and off and on and off ever since then. Um, and I kept changing jobs and trying to figure things out. Um, and then just like, 
a month ago or so, I was like, when was the last time you listened to a podcast? Um, and I was like, oh, it's been a while because everything's been so hectic. I've just been listening to music when I drive. And when I drive is the only time I really listen to podcasts. Um, so I was like, okay, well, let's, let's listen again. Oh, hey, let's listen to the 300th episode. Um, and I did that. And that was the one where you were getting interviewed. Um, and which was incredibly inspiring to me because I've been trying to start a YouTube channel and I made a few episodes and then I just stopped. And then you were talking about how for years this podcast was on your to-do list. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so this isn't, this isn't ridiculous like that I haven't touched this in a few months. Um, but then at the end of that episode, um, you listed off all the people that you were giving thanks to. Um, and now I'm going to cry because, um, you were listing all the different people you were thankful to, um, like your production people. And then you were listing literally everybody by name. And I thought that you were going to like make it super short and say thank you to, like, oh, thank you to all my people who've admined for me. And oh, thank you to my production staff but you actually said everybody's name so you said my name <laughs> on your pad podcast while I was driving to work and I started weeping <laughs> I was driving and weeping I almost pulled over but I managed to pull myself together enough um I didn't want to be late for work because I, I still am often late for work um and um and I was like, this is still like, this is still a community I'm a part of, even though like I've fallen off the horse a few months and like, it's stuff that still works for me and it's stuff I still think about. Like, you know, I've been having a rough year, but even with my rough year, I've been so much better at forgiving myself ever since I did your coaching group. Um, and I was like, I can, you know, I should try to start listening to these again. And I've listened only to like two more since then in the past month because I haven't been driving this virus is just great yeah. for that so but I'm gonna try and um listen while I do dishes and things and see if I actually can listen while I do dishes um but it means a lot um to know that this is a group that you are always a part of no matter what so I appreciate that that's my little story thanks Natalie you're welcome. All right. Who would uh who would like to share something next? Adri. Thank you very much. Um so I um decided to become part of Eric's um group uh 17.1, I believe, which was not too long ago, last year. And I had been listening to the podcast for a really long time because that's what I do. I listen to lots of things and I read lots of things and that's what I like to do. Um, but it was really expensive and I had to be like, Oh, I don't know, maybe. And I went ahead and I remember you had, um, asked for like a video interview or something. And I was super nervous. Um, and from like the first step, it was identifying like things that I had problems with. You couldn't see it yet. But, um, like, you know, perfectionism, like not being able to send a really short video because I talk a lot, um, having to record the video two or three times and 
like I didn't know it at the time, but it was working on things that we were going to work on from the get go. Um, and it was super scary. And I went into it thinking, I'm going to learn how to do all the things and get all these other strategies that maybe I don't have yet. And, you know, check all the boxes and get better. And that's how I went into things. And then I got there. And um, I met all these wonderful people. And I miss them all so much. And it was totally cool. I've gone through life like thinking that I'm different and alone. And then I met all these people who were awesome. And a lot of them were different than me, but they were all alike. They all totally understood. And every single mastermind, I cried. And every single mastermind, I pulled something from because I could relate to that part of their life. And it was really the first time where I felt not alone. And so I thought I was coming in to do like a lot of skills work, life skills work, life, you know, how to do to-do lists to get my shit together. Um, And really that's not what it was because in order to like get my shit together completely, I really had to realize more of a human connection and realize that I'm good enough in this group. And they taught me that so that I could take that out to, you know, neurotypical group and realize I'm still good enough. And so I'm not sure I would have been able to do that without being a part of your group. And it was one of the best experiences I've ever had. And I really thank you for that and for all that you do here and all that you give us um, to continue to come together. It's really uh, wonderful and a big part of my life. And I don't always make it to the meetings because now I do have a lot of my shit together. (laughs) And I got places to be. (laughs) But I try to make it here as often as possible. And it always just makes my day so much better. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about um, one of Eric's little things, um, you know, so that I can get that other stuff that's not important in line and working smoothly as well. So so I do have a question. First of all, thank you for saying uh, and sharing all that. Um, I have heard from group members that uh, when they were in group, they sort of like stopped listening to the podcast because they just needed like a day off from me. Um, was that was that true for you, too? No, no, you, you were no. All right. <laughs> I've take notes during pod. I usually listen to the podcast more than once, usually once where I just listen all the way through the second time. If it really liked it and I really identified with it, then I'll sit down and listen with notes and take notes so I can implement some of those things. If it really identified with me, like the Roxy mastermind really mm. identified with me. Have you ever looked at the show notes pages that we have on for each episode? not clearly i could be saving time there <laughs> what there's show notes there are and they're even time stamped so you can like go check out what was said at what time oh really i did not know that i will i will look at that thank you thank you so much Thanks. All right. Uh, I got a few more people who have their hands up. But before we do i want to say a quick hello to Kirsten Milliken who just uh, joined us. Hey Dr. Milliken, how are you? <laughs> 
I'm great. How are you doing? Oh, I am living the dream right now. I am so thrilled for you, Eric. I know that this marks your six-year anniversary of doing this podcast. Um, and, I, you know, as soon as I saw that message, I thought of us down in Florida and you going around with your little microphone trying to get interviews from people <laughs> before you even started this podcast. It was so fun. You're awesome. Are you, are you still doing podcasting at all? I'm not. Can I, can I do a little, um, can I tell you what I'm doing? Oh, please. It's really exciting. And the, and it, if you don't know, if you guys don't know, know who uh, Kirsten Milliken is, she's been on the podcast a couple of times. She, for a while, was doing play ADHD, you know, adult play, uh, ADHD, um, gives prescriptions for play. I do. I do. So I met this wonderful woman at the last international ADHD conference. Her name is Chris Mitchell, and she was doing a class on play. And of course, everybody thought that maybe it was me doing it. Um, she and I are putting together a program that is launching this week called Would You Want to Live in a World Without ADHD? And it has to do with, you know, if you think about all of the people through history now and in the past that have had ADHD and all the things they've contributed, like, would we want to live in the world without all of those things? It would be pretty, pretty bleak. So we're actually putting together a book that we're trying to crowdsource, getting our ADHD community Ooh. to contribute art and their thoughts, their written words to do it. Um, and I so that. I don't want to take away from what you guys are doing, but hopefully adding to it, the website's going to be worldwithoutadhd.com. Um, and we need everybody to participate because the more we get, the better. I love that. Um, we are going to be also not just using them for a book, but we're going to be taking all of the artwork to the international conference in Dallas this year. So it'll all be exhibited. And then those pieces will also be auctioned off so that they will support the organizations that are supporting the ADHD community. Nice. I love that. Yeah. So big project. And of course it's fun. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate you letting me say that. You bet. I didn't have much of a choice. You were unmuted and you just kept talking. Well, <laughs> I know. You know what? But I also want to gush about you too, because you are quite phenomenal. And um, just seeing the people who are here, you know, in the middle of all this crap, um, wanting to celebrate your six years. I, I'm glad that I was there from the beginning and that I know you. So thank you for being somebody in my life. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I want to go next to, uh, to Sharon, who, uh, and it's just, just sort of dawned on me that this is actually p part of the impetus of this happening is because of Sharon. This, this six year, uh, celebration. So, uh, Sharon was in, uh, one of our, our coaching groups and she does leadership coaching. And that is, uh, as for those of you who've been listening for a while know that that was an area of my focus, uh, um, last year. And, uh, so after a group, um, uh, I reached out to, to her and, said, Hey, let's, uh, can we work together? It was something like that. So we were working together for, for a while. And she asked me, uh, wow. So you hit th episode 300. How are you going to celebrate? And I was like, uh, I'm going to record episode 301. Um, and, I, and Sharon, man, I struggled with answering that question and, um, which was very, um, it's kind of eye-opening to me in a lot of ways that, that, that was a really hard, 
thing for me to, to answer how to, how to sort of honor and celebrate that. So, um, this is one of the ways that I am celebrating. Um, the other way that I uh, chose to celebrate the, the, uh, 300th episode, um, I, uh, I did last week. Um, and that was, I, uh, I bought myself a bottle of scotch that was way too expensive. Um, and it's been worth every sip. <laughs> so thank you, Sharon. Scotch. It's, uh, oh my God. Um, MJ, MJ can pronounce it for me. It's Lafrag. Oh, good scotch. It's very good scotch. good scotch. I just can't pronounce it. It's got a weird spelling. So Sharon, tell, uh, kind of tell us a little bit of your, your story here. So, um, I was diagnosed with ADHD last year, right before my 56th birthday which was kind of a nice and a weird birthday present. And, um, and what it did for me was it put me on this very, I, it was like, Oh God, I got to learn so much. Uh, how do I learn so much? And I actually found Eric through Jessica's uh, uh, videos. And I, you know, I was just, uh, I was truly binging. Like I, how do I get as much information as possible? So now I understand sort of, how life has been, you know, why my life has been how it is. And so, and, and where I've struggled and where, where I've not. Um, and so when I started listening to the podcast, I was like, wow, there are so many angles of this, like that, you know, the psychiatrist didn't tell me, you know, there wasn't, people don't know, oh, you, you know, but you're not a hyperactive little boy. You know, it's sort of, there was this, there's so much misinformation. And so then I started listening to the podcast and it was really, really sort of helped me settle a bit, not take a little bit of the urgency off as of course medication did as well. Um, and then, um, and then uh, I did a podcast with you uh, and I'm trying to think, I think the episode is somewhere in the two seventies and on leadership. And, on leadership. And I actually coach quite a few leaders who have ADHD and I'm also now advising a group of coaches to notice the difference with things that are sometimes showing up with their clients that they may be attributing to will and that has absolutely nothing to do with will, but has to do with ADHD. And we're talking about uh, uh, willpower, not will curb. Willpower. Not, yeah, not, not will curb from uh, hacking your ADHD. Yeah. So, uh, the, you know, it, it's not understood. And as such, it, it, I think for so many of us, and I think this ties into the concept of celebrating where, you know, we've had to deal with so much criticism and so much not fitting in and so much, you know, not being able to do something in the same way as others that with that, what comes for so many people, both on the neuroatypical and the neurotypical is that there's this distancing from celebrating and honoring what you do do and, and where you do accomplish and, and not seeing that as in any way grandiose or undeserved or, but to just really acknowledge like, wow, that's really big, whatever it may be. It could be that you, you know, focused on execution for an hour and a half and that's great. So celebration is really important. I think the advantage of the podcast, and I, and I think this is one of the beautiful things about podcasts, 
all of us grew up as children being read to in some form, either a lot or a little. And one of the lovely things about podcasts is that it's sort of going back to that place of being read to. We get to sit back and absorb. It's a very, in a way, a passive kind of uh, engagement, but we're actually being cared for. And so there's these wonderful moments I certainly had in my own learning and my connection to the pod, your podcast, where in, in, in the sea of trying to make change happen, and even through, I went through your group coaching program, which was fabulous. There's these wonderful things about just being able to sit back and be cared for through um, somebody else imparting their wisdom, somebody else showing us what their experience is. And, and sort of telling a story that we can have, that I had connection to in sometimes big and little ways, but that I didn't have to work at. I could just absorb. And there's, I, I think that for me was a really big gift mm. and still continues to be a big gift. Well, thank you for, for sharing that. And her, Sharon was on episode 277. Um, and as I've gotten, you know, further along in, in, uh, you know, the years in recording this podcast, I don't often listen to my episodes when it comes out. I actually listened to our interview, Sharon, three times because oh. I just felt like I, there's so much that I was learning from it. And I, I sat there and took notes, even though there were show notes, but it was more of the, uh, just that ability to, to really pause and reflect. Um, it was yeah. really valuable for me. So thank you. Uh, thank you thank so much. You. And I, um, I loved what you had said about, uh, listening to, to podcasts as, as, um, kind of being like take, being taken care of. I, um, read a story. So, um, what I want to do briefly is take a, a quick break. And then when we come back, we have so many more voices, uh, from people who are here celebrating our six year, uh, anniversary. So, uh, with that, we will be right back. These are tough times we are going through. We have changed so much in the way that we interact with each other, the way we shop, the way we work and where we work. Everybody is finding different ways to cope and connect with each other. Here at ADHD Rewired, we have built a virtual community over the years. Our alumni who are former coaching group members join together every day to help each other with adjusting to the new reality of new routines caused by the coronavirus. We've created groups such as an emotional support group, a group for creatives to meet and check in with accountability, daily planning groups, and even a meditation group, all under one virtual roof at ADHD Rewired. If you have been thinking about joining our 10-week intensive video-based coaching and accountability groups, go today to coachingrewired.com and click on the big blue button. Be the first to receive a save the date email and get the first invitation in mid-May. I just set the dates for registration. The first registration event or kickoff event will be on May 28th. The door is open Come inside ADHD Rewired and learn how to create a new routine during this unpredictable time by joining our coaching and accountability groups. I decided to join the group because I had been diagnosed with ADHD just over a year before starting. But even before being diagnosed, I had already tried 
everything. Meditation, yoga, diets, reading so many different books and countless articles on productivity and planning and how to get motivated that I was at the end of my rope. I was beyond exhausted and honestly starting to feel like no one was going to be able to help me. Everything was starting to feel a little hopeless. I'd been listening to Eric's podcast for about a year and I decided heck, I'm just going to give this a shot. And I am so grateful that I did. I was so skeptical at first because I'd already learned a lot of what was in the course. And I felt pretty sure that this was going to wind up being just another failed experiment. But it didn't take me long to realize that this really was different. Some of the material I had been over before, but this time... It was presented in a completely different way, a way that actually worked for me and took into account the way my brain worked. My biggest takeaway was that I'm not alone and I'm not broken. I don't need to be fixed. I'm just different. And the best part is knowing that there are a lot of people out there who are different too. What I didn't expect was that I would get so much more out of this group than just learning how to be more productive. Before this group, I felt like an outsider and a failure. I had spent the last year of my life trying to, quote, fix myself and apologizing for and trying to make up for my ADHD. And now I have found a level of self-acceptance that I didn't think was possible. I found an amazing group of people who have given me so much hope and who will undoubtedly be friends for many, many years to come. This group is like a family. You come here hoping to get a grip on your struggles and you do pick up a lot of tools that help. But the thing that you really walk away with is a community that sees your struggles, feels your struggles, and loves you anyway. And I couldn't be more grateful for that. If you're thinking about joining this group, thinking that it sounds great, but you just can't afford it, or you're already so busy that you don't have the time, I get it. That was me. I was you. I waited to join the coaching group for the same reasons. And I'm going to tell you right now, I was wrong. The reality is you can't afford not to. To get your invitation to our kickoff event, go to coachingrewired.com and click the big blue button. Our coaching groups fill up fast each season. So don't wait to learn more and to sign up to get invited to our registration event. You must be on our registration invitation list. Go to coachingrewired.com to sign up on that list. That's coachingrewired.com. Hey Jessica, is your um, is your ukulele in tune? Do you want to uh, if, I, if I ask you to sing your your fish song in a little while, would you do it? Uh, I can absolutely go find and tune my ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll give me like twenty minutes, and I would be happy to. Uh, we're keeping that on the on the podcast. All right, uh, let's. I'm gonna go look for my ukulele. Let's go from one Jessica to another. Uh, hi, Jessica. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing really, really good. Um, you know, first of all, I just wanted to say uh, congratulations to you. And I'm, I'm glad that you're doing this and you're celebrating it because you definitely deserve to celebrate. You do a lot for the whole community. And uh, I know we all feel that way. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I was actually 
diagnosed with ADHD in December of 2018. And I was 28 at the time. And I just turned 30. Um, and I, I actually found Eric through the podcast really early on. Um, you know, I was also a, oh, I have this thing and now I'm going to binge and just learn everything I possibly can. So I go and buy like 10 books and uh, believe it or not, read about eight of them. So <laughs> um, That's pretty good. And, uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I stumbled across Jessica McCabe too with how to uh, ADHD and, and was just kind of digging in. Um, and I was, I was in a really bad place when I started listening to Eric's podcast. Um, my life was just really falling apart. And um, I actually started all the way at the beginning. I had heard like one episode later on. I said, you know, I want to see how this started. So I, I went all the way back and then just worked my way through. And it really kept me grounded. Um, it's was something that helped me feel like there were maybe people that understood me that that got the way my brain worked and that I wasn't the only one out there with the challenges that I had and it was you know it was it was inspiring and it was funny and it was enjoyable listening to people go off on like unrelated tangents and just get lost sometimes <laughs> and um I had been listening for about a year, hearing all the promos for the coaching group. And I had, I had wanted to see what that would be like, you know, getting to talk to some of these people myself. Um, and it, it took a while. And I'm so glad I, I'm just coming out of the coaching group now. So I just finished ARC. And I have to say that it was one of the most profoundly life-changing experiences I've had. Um, what made it so? Yeah. So I, I'm sure a lot of people can, you know, can kind of identify with this. I, as not, as someone who didn't know that I had ADHD most of my life, I got really good at pretending. Um, I got really good at hiding and social masking and, um, and it was heavy for me. Um, I had a lot of friends look at me and see, oh, you're so intelligent and you're so articulate. And, and so there was this kind of person that I showed up as, but I wasn't capable of sharing the whole me. I wasn't capable of sharing all of me. And, you know, it's funny. Um, and I know I've told, told another friend from my arc season, the same thing. You know, I said, it's, it's interesting. I, I actually joined the coaching group so that I could become better at pretending to be neurotypical. But what I walked away with was being proud of and grateful for my neurodiversity and being able to actually show up in my life as the whole me. And I've, I've noticed that it's not just with these amazing people that I'm friends with or, um, you know, growing through the group and talking to everyone, but even with 
you know, my neurotypical friends like out in, in, uh, I say real life because we do this all on zoom, right? <laughs> that is real life these days though. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. But it's, you know, even with people that I did have to mask with before, I'm not doing that as much and I'm being me. And so I, I'm super grateful for that. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I, I wish this for everyone. I wish this for everyone with ADHD. I, I want them to experience what it's like to have a community and a tribe. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thanks, Jessica. And, you know, and whether or not, you know, uh, for people listening, if you're able to join our, our coaching groups, you know, please come into our Facebook community. Um, you know, community is such, you know, I've been saying on the podcast for, you know, since the beginning that we're more than just a podcast, we're a community. Um, and, you know, those aren't, those aren't just words. That feeling of, um, of connection and being fully seen and understood. Um, that's really what, what to me, what ADHD rewired is, is all about. It's about getting together, having a growth mindset. Like working on stuff, struggling together, supporting each other, um, and getting back up together and knowing that it's, you know, it's just not about how do we not fall down? It's about, all right, we're, we're going to fall down. It's, we're going to learn how to do all this amazing planning. And then we're going to forget to do all the amazing planning, right? Like this is welcome to ADHD, but we're going to get back up. And we know that just because, you know, we, we slip doesn't mean we're broken because we're not broken. You know, we, we may have our struggles. Um, there might be things that are more challenging for us, but none of these things that are more challenging do we have to do alone, right? And just the, so whether you're, you're new listening to this podcast, whether you're not in any part of the, of our community, just know that you are not alone. And there are so many people that you can connect to here. Um, who get you, who really, who really get you. And there's really nothing, I think, more special uh, than that. And, and uh, in a world that just doesn't, sometimes I don't get, and I think that a lot of people don't get. Um, so um, just throw that all of you are here and you're listening. Since we're on, on a, um, uh, a Jessica binge, let's go to uh, our, our last Jessica here, Jessica Stillwell, um, who I am so happy to see you. It's been it's been too long since we've we've talked and I hope that you are doing well. How are you? Yeah. I'm I'm not doing too bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, just life gets busy, I guess, but when I saw this uh when I saw this, I knew I had to join. So you were um you've been sort of in the community for for quite some time. Um you uh, you've been on the podcast, you uh you created a uh, helped to create a, a scholarship a while back um, for uh, for coaching group members. Uh, so you've been a really integral part of the community for for many many years. Yeah. So I don't know what 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 has it been since you're since you've been around for a long time. What's what's that been like for you? What's what's ADHD rewired kind of? What is it to you then and now? So I think. I I started listening to the podcast probably definitely when it was when you were first starting out. Um, I, I think it was probably about maybe five years ago or so. You had only done uh, maybe under fifty episodes at that time, but you had just started your coaching group, and I know a couple of um, 
you know, every time I was just getting so much out of the podcast, the interviews that you were doing were so insightful. You were talking about real things, which was um, really enlightening for me. So, and the idea of having a whole group of people that were just like me was, was really exciting. So, um, you know, so I joined your, uh, your accountability. So I called you to join the accountability group for the first time. And, um, so for me, the podcast is really just the introduction to this whole other community that we all have available. The accountability group was, um, I've done it two and a half times, um, kind of. And every single time I've been in it, it's been completely life changing. And, um, so, you know, I just, it, it was just, it's so valuable just to have people that are just like you who understand what you're going through. You don't have to try to justify what you're doing and thinking. You can just completely be yourself and they'll support you and understand it and explain why it's not awful, which is the first time it's ever happened. So, um, you know, I had to, I had to start the scholarship fund because I knew that I had the opportunity at the time to do this the accountability group um, and a lot of other people who are just like us are not always in that situation. So I wanted to make sure that at least, uh, you know, we could start something that could benefit others that need some help with getting that, those resources and support. I've been uh, eternally grateful for that because that's just, it was such a profound, profoundly generous gift uh, that you gave to, to pay it forward. Um, so thank you for that. And, um, just one, one quick question for you. Cause I know this was something that you were, um, seemed to be struggling with for, for a long time. How's, um, how's that inbox? Well, believe it or not, it is not, it's not the worst. So, um, let's all celebrate it I not being the worst. That's, that is worth celebrating. It's not the worst. I've it's, I will say that it's not the worst. So that's a big win. <laughs> awesome. That, that can be a win in a lot of areas for, for I think all of our lives. Um, I will you, say the, the one thing that I've been, the one thing that I've been consistent with though, is that my sleep is always number one for me. And that makes such a huge difference. And I will say that to anybody listening on this podcast, sleep is number one. You, do not. You resisted that so like fervently <laughs> when oh my god because you were so struggling and you're like oh, you have no working memory and you're like well how much I'm like how much sleep do you get you're like well like three to four hours a night and I'm like that's that's batshit crazy and you're like no it doesn't affect me that much and I'm like oh yeah and I kept on it I kept on it and you kind of just surrendered. Mm-hmm. It took uh, it took an entire. It, it, I think it took like eight or nine weeks to convince me um, that oh, this this is actually a bad thing to not get much sleep, and then lo and behold, start getting more sleep, and my brain starts working again. Who knew? I, it's you know one of the, one of those moments that I'll always remember where you just kind of said, "Fine, I'll get to sleep." <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry. <laughs> But it was worth it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. All right. I think we are we're fresh out of Jessica's. So let's uh let's now go to uh to Andrea. Hi everyone. Um I am the definition of green in this group. Um I'm like right out of the gate. About a week or so ago, I 
joined the Facebook group and I was listening to a couple of podcasts. Um, on the other hand, I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was like nine. Like I, I have, I full blown identify, like I was the hyperactive little boy in the room. No worse. Right. Like I was that kid. Um, so I couldn't believe that when I found out that this community existed, I was so, I want to curse, but I'm not going to do it. I was so I, in we, the dark. We don't mind. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, how is that possible? I mean, I, it's just crazy to me. And like, even listening to everyone here, like you guys have all been talking for years or you just found out. I, I feel like I was like birthed into like, there's my computer telling me what time it is. But um, It's very helpful. It is very helpful. Um, I'm I'm almost lost for words. I'm so honored to be a part of this, like even this podcast interaction right now. It's just a testament to how incredibly welcoming and warm you are, and inviting of absolutely everybody in this community. And I. I don't know you yet, but I thank you already. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like in the last just like couple weeks, I've realized more things about myself that aren't even like, I just thought they were, I was messed up and I've seen plenty of professionals, but like, I feel like nobody's talked to me like a person. Everybody's just trying to fix pieces and parts and, oh, okay, well, let's, let's turn this dial over here. And there's no, I don't know. I, I've never felt like so comfortable and so validated uh, and maybe me crying over watching all of the YouTube videos and listening to the podcast is because I'm sleep deprived and I should probably get to bed. But I, I, I can't even, I can't even express how thankful I am for finding this group. And I think it's also awesome because here you are 300 episodes, six years, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I'm brand new. And I think that that's such a great sign of a, like really amazing thriving community and I'm like going through the the zoom and I'm like I want to see what everyone looks like they're all people I don't know I just I now I'm starting to sound a little crazy and go on a rant and not at all you're you are sounding like all of us and we, so, we are so happy so to have you here for including me of course we are so happy that you are here and part of the community we really appreciate you being here all right, let's go next to, we'll go to, uh, we'll go to Pat. Okay. Um, hey, everybody. Uh, I am also part of ARC-19, the most recent batch of the accountability group. Uh, and I came in in a bit of a weird state and I had done, you know, a couple of coaching sessions for people who listen to the podcast and things. And I always had a bit of a weird state because, I had been assessed by a psychologist and deemed 
not to have ADHD. Um, basically, my any challenges I faced were not severe enough to warrant a diagnosis. And this is from a psychologist. She was very thorough. I respected the opinion, her opinion. Um, so, but I still really felt like this is a tribe that I fit very well with. Um, so I come into this saying, trying to think of myself as neurodiverse for sure, and possibly having ADHD. Um, if there was a diagnosis for ADHD light or there was a spectrum, I would probably go for that less severe, you know, status. Um, and being in the state that I was having really, really high levels of anxiety, high levels of perfectionism, I still got such huge growth and learning out of being part of the accountability group and, and finding this is probably one of the best communities that I've been a part of to, to help understand yourself through hearing about the struggles of other people and through giving advice to people, which you realize a week later really should apply to you as well. And yeah, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but I think even if you are unsure where you fit, whether you, you know, have a diagnosis, whether you needed a diagnosis to change your perspective of yourself, I, I highly encourage people to, to consider being part of the group and, and think about yourself as neurodiverse. And just so thankful to Eric for all of the work that you've done by opening this up to people, by getting people and especially adults to think about it. Thank you so much, Pat. All right, let's go to, uh, we'll go to Gail. I want to just check to see if Jessica has found her ukulele, though. Or if she's gotten completely distracted and forgot that she was looking for her ukulele. And now she, oh, she found the ukulele. She's, uh, we can confidently say she's not like organizing her, her spice cabinet. Um, which is, you know, a, a risk from leaving your, the point where you were working and like, oh, those look like they need to be rearranged. <laughs> So let's do this. Well, um, Jessica, if you are you ready to do your your song, we can do that and then take a break and then we'll come back. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. All right. So I have a, a one one request though. Uh, if you can hold it in your working memory. Okay. <laughs> uh, what is it? At the end of your song, I want you to do. I want you to transition into the break. So just okay. say something like, "We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back." I will try to remember that. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So uh, I, I, it's been a while since I played this song, but um, it's still really meaningful to me and I'm getting emotional just practicing it again. Um, but I, I have the, uh, I have the transcription up. The actual sheet music um, is attached to my video. So if anybody wants to play this themselves, if you go to try different, the fish song uh, on my YouTube channel, you can actually link to the uh, same music that I'm about to play from right now. Awesome. So um, this song is really important to me because it's basically the journey that I had um, learning to understand my brain and realizing I wasn't alone. So this is Try Different, the fish song. Um, it's based on the Einstein quote or attributed to Einstein quote um, that every, what, what is it? Everyone's genius. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll live its whole life believing it's stupid. I feel like that's, that explains a lot of what neurodiverse brains deal with. Um, just feeling really dumb because we don't work the way that other people do. So this is my, this is my tribute to that. Awesome. Jessica McCabe. Thanks.
feeling stupid and discouraged by all the monkeys looking down at me. No one said they were above me, but I could see. And it only proved how easy climbing trees should be. But no matter what I tried, it hurt my fins to climb two branches back for each one up, falling farther behind. Till one day back at the bottom, I turned from the tree. And for the first time, saw the ocean and a fish like me. That was Eric. And the fish said, hey, you, it's totally true. We fish aren't great at climbing, but that doesn't mean we aren't great at swimming, jumping, diving. The world is full of fish like us, once climbing to fit in. But potential turns successful when we learn how to swim. So when you get discouraged, try different, try again. Cause failing might just mean you're trying to climb Instead of swim I looked down at my fins and saw the fish was right I wasn't built the same And maybe that's alright So I took a breath, jumped in and trying to swim and when I floundered other fish helped me learn to use my fins and you showed me dude it's totally true we fish aren't great at climbing but that doesn't mean we aren't great at swimming jumping diving the world is full of fish like us once climbing to fit in but potential turns successful when we learn how to swim so when you get discouraged try different try again because failing might just mean you're trying to climb Instead of swim When I looked back that tree was tiny I had come so far And the fish were all amazing Though some still had their scars And most of us were happier Than we thought we'd ever be Turns out the ocean's more exciting Than any tree likes to convince us that we should all climb trees so sometimes fish don't realize how awesome fish can be so next time you see someone at the bottom of a tree pass along this message from this fish and me the fish that says, hey, you, it's totally true. We fish aren't great at climbing, but that doesn't mean we aren't great at swimming, jumping, flying. The world is full of fish like us, once climbing to fit in. But potential turns successful when we learn how to swim. So when you get discouraged, try different, try again. Because failing might just mean you're trying to climb. Instead of swim, it's okay if you don't know how to climb. Go out and swim. And with that, we'll take a short break. This podcast is brought to you by patrons over at patreon.com slash ADHD Rewired. 
I want to thank all of our patrons who help make this podcast possible with your contributions. I appreciate all of you who are listening, who can financially support this podcast. I want to welcome our newest patron, Rosa H., who joined at the $25 a month level and joined us for last week's group coaching call. Thank you so much for your support. If you can't give financially, consider leaving a rating and review on your podcast provider or share a podcast episode to your favorite social group. All of your support is appreciated. For those who can give at the $25 a month level, you can join our monthly coaching call. It may even be helpful to think about this is if you want to participate in a monthly coaching call with me, it only costs $25 a month to do so. And you do so by becoming a patron. We do welcome all levels and all members of patron contribution. Our next group coaching call will be on Tuesday, May 26th at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Consider becoming a member where you can join our monthly call at $25 a month or just give a few dollars, whatever you can. If you enjoy this podcast, if you get value from the podcast, our community and everything else we do, become a patron. To become a patron, go to ADHDrewired.com slash Patreon. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. That's ADHDrewired.com slash Patreon. And thanks. This week on Hacking Your ADHD, Will is going to drop the episode he meant to drop last week on Hacking Your ADHD, but he'll do it for real this time. The episode is Cleaning House. On this episode, Will looks at why some people keep their entire house clean and others, it turns into a project. Check out Hacking Your ADHD with Will Curb every Monday, except last Monday. Join Will as he explores ways that you can work with your ADHD brain to do more of the things that you want to do, like clean your house. Subscribe to these short, mindful ways to hack your ADHD. Go to hackyouradhd.com for show notes and to subscribe. And every Friday, check out ADHD Essentials with Brendan Mahan. At ADHD Essentials, they help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage ADHD. Go to ADHDessentials.com to learn more. Both Hacking Your ADHD and ADHD Essentials are both part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network, available to everyone, everywhere you consume podcasts. And don't forget to mark your calendars to join us for our next live Q&A. Join me, Brendan Mahan from ADHD Essentials and Will Curb from Hacking Your ADHD as we work to answer your questions live. We do this every second Tuesday of the month at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 1.30 p.m. Eastern for an hour of live Q&A. When you are registered, you can ask your questions. Register for free at ADHDrewired.com slash events. That's ADHDrewired.com slash events. Our next live Q&A is Tuesday, May 12th at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. That's not this Tuesday. That's not today, but that is next week. We will hope to see you there. And we are back. All right. We got about uh, 20 minutes. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, I think we were going to go to a Gail. Uh, Gail, how are you? Hello. Hello. 
So much to say, so little time. Let me start somewhere. The last um, person that spoke had early diagnosis, which I always say I did not have early diagnosis. I was diagnosed at age 58, almost two years ago. But green Andrea is still like me. Um, no information other than getting the diagnosis. So early diagnosis doesn't necessarily help that much, or maybe it helps in elementary school, you know, when, when this special, you know, accommodations they give you in school might help somewhat. But I, it's so hard to believe that it's so still not known, like it's a big foreign thing. It's, it's wild. I can't tell you how many years and how much money I spent going to therapists and not just, hey, can you help me buy like five years with this one, 10 years with that one, <laughs> coaching groups, coaching coaches, and no one, none of these professionals could ever say, Gail, you have ADHD. Let's get you some help for that. You know, it's, it wasn't until I met someone that facilitated a meditation group I had started joining and she was an adult ADHD coach and I was floored that that actually existed. You know, I'd heard of ADD. Some people threw it around towards me or I'd throw it around towards myself as a joke. Yeah, I have ADD, not, you know, not knowing much about it other than, you know, you're distracted. So all these things I struggled with my entire life were due to the ADHD and all the symptoms and the brain wiring I found, you know, once I met that one coach that facilitated the meditation group, the floodgates opened. And like many of you said already, I just, what can I get my hands on to watch, to read, to look at? I don't remember exactly. I think, well, I, I know I found Jessica McCabe early and Jessica, you're just amazing. And you, I share your videos with my brother, my sister-in-law, the little kids that recently were diagnosed, my niece and nephew. And I found podcasts for the first time. So Googled ADHD podcast. I found Eric, started listening, tried to get into the groups for a while. We just, this finally, um, I, I'm a recent graduate just now in ARC 19, which was just such an incredible experience and it, it was still worth the wait that I couldn't get in either one or two seasons ago because I just fell in love with everyone in our group. I mean, it's a new family. I'm not even noticing, you know, we're going through this for your six year anniversary during the coronavirus and the amazing support. I mean, our last day of the 10 weeks was the Friday that at least in my area, everything became like closed. New York City closed down, no more restaurants, no more bars, don't go out. And I was like, it was just such an emotional time, but we had each other. It was just really amazing to have this community that day and during this time, because the community that Eric has created and developed is, there's like support available 24 hours a day, pretty much, you know, there's rooms to go into like these where you could just chat with someone for support or a study hall or, or, well, in ARC, ADHD Rewired Coaching Groups, I learned so much and it's a lot. 
it, you, you get oh, so much, you get a lot of information, a lot of tools, a lot of help with it. It's still enough of a lot that I'm going to redo the course with a couple of my, <laughs> well, I'm going to do it probably next year at the same time, because I like the season that we did, but also doing some little study groups with um, some of the members in ARC-19 to just reinforce the material and learn it more and practice more. So I thank you. It's been so amazing and wonderful. And I just, I feel so connected, even though I'm alone in my place here, like so many of us. Yeah. I think, I think especially right now, this feeling of being alone, but connected is, um, you know, we, we recently been doing some, uh, these kind of open mics on, on zoom and, uh, you know, Gail, you've, you've come to that. Um, and I've been, Lots of fun. Um, so it's, uh, you got your bongos. <laughs> the babies. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for being a part of the community. And, uh, you. yeah, I just, I appreciate you. So thanks. Great place. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Let's go to MJ. Cause you had a guitar in your hand and I was like, Ooh, did you write a song just for this occasion? MJ, you shouldn't have. No, I did not. <laughs> But, oh, maybe I could have. I've had the time. So, hello, everybody. Hello, MJ. Hello. Oh, this is so fun. So, tell us about how you kind of stumbled into this community, because uh, you've been you've been kind of everywhere lately. Yeah, and and, and uh, most of my time is just kind of at my desk now because I'm not at work, um, probably like many of us. Um, so basically how I found you was uh, when I was doing some research about ADHD. Well, my mic is really low and I can't hear myself. Hello, toast and jam, green eggs and ham. There we go. Um, <laughs> um yeah, so I was doing some research on ADHD because my hubby, who is diagnosed ADHD, had said, hey, I think you have ADHD. And of course, me being me and just my my general upbringing, I was like, no, I'm just lazy. Like, I just forget to do stuff. And so as I kind of dove into the research, I found Jessica McCabe's channel, fangirling. Um, and then from there, found Brendan's Wall of Awful. And then from there, I was like, what's this ADHD rewired podcast network? And then I found you. So that's kind of how I stumbled upon your podcast. And I'm an avid listener of podcasts to begin with. So this was just um, another, uh, I guess, tool that I could add to my toolbox to sort of figure out how to cope with how I was. Um, and so last year, when I, I did pursue a diagnosis. Um, then I, I, you know, I got diagnosed and I started my meds. And after I found this group in particular, like I haven't taken part in any of the um, uh, coaching groups, but just seeing everybody's stories in the Facebook community and listening to the podcasts of people's stories is just like, wow, I don't feel so alone in, in how I have felt about myself. And I've always really struggled to accept that I'm a little bit different and especially in my particular community. And it's okay. And it's cool. And it's fun to be quirky and into a ton of different things that keep me occupied for the better. 
I, I guess. And yeah, just being here with everybody and being um, just part of a, a group that is so like-minded <laughs> it has been really, really great. So thanks for uh, including me. And it's really cool and fun to see everybody here and all the different faces. And yeah. And thanks, MJ. Yeah. And thanks for being a uh, one of our, our top-level patrons as well. You should, no you, should, you should tell people, you know, on our last monthly group coaching call for patrons, how many people were there? Two, three, three. Yeah. Yes. So become a patron. All right. It's fun. It is. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, MJ. All right. Let's go to Daniel. So my story, I actually have no idea how I found your podcast. <laughs> I was just thinking about that and everyone, everyone else seems to remember. And I'm sitting here like, I have no idea how that happened. Um, I was in graduate, I was in graduate school, really struggling. It was just kind of going downhill and ended up was like, I think this is something different than just like, me not trying hard enough. I was like, I'd gotten through, I'd gone through four years of engineering school. I'd been out in industry and I'd had problems, but it was always like this, it was like the swan effect, like looks calm and serene on the surface and paddling madly away underneath was how like was basically my life. And so ended up getting diagnosed and started like, I need to find out more about this because I knew nothing and like really knew nothing. And ended up uh, stumbled onto the podcast and was just like, this is a lot of information that I've never seen before. This is all like, wow, why this, I relate to all this and ended up, I was finally like finishing up graduate school. And finally uh, I was in the coaching. I was like, Eric had said something about the coaching groups and I was like, I should try that. And I was like, just like literally at that moment was just like stray voltage running through my head. And I was like, yeah, I'll go and sign up for the coaching groups. Ended up, and it really helped a lot. I went from really like not knowing how to plan anything. I remember uh, there was a moment when my boss, when I first started working, asked me like, so when are you going to be doing, what are you doing like in the next month? Like, I want to plan something there. I was like, people plan stuff out like months ahead of time. <laughs> had that moment. Of, and that should have probably clued me in that that was like, that I was not... <laughs> all kind of like it was a little different than everyone else um yeah just being a part of the coaching groups really helped to kind of know like oh yeah and mostly like a lot of other people have said it was knowing that i was not alone i suddenly went from being like it was in graduate school where a lot of people like a lot of people struggle with struggled with mental health stuff and a lot of people were very open about it but i didn't meet a lot of people who talked openly about adhd if they had it and suddenly i go to I go to this podcast and go to the coaching group and suddenly there's like these stories i've heard them all before like this is my life like this is mastermind sessions where people i was like this that's exactly how things went for me and is struggling with perfectionism i'm still struggling with it but still doing but doing a lot better than i was beforehand and yeah it was just one of those things that just made a huge difference just finding the community and finding everyone there going to chat i ended up because of all this going to Chad where I met Eric, he's taller than he appears in person. I don't know why I thought Eric was shorter. <laughs> that was the one thing that I thought, saw was like my first saw Eric was, oh, he's taller than I expected. <laughs> um, 
yeah, it just made a huge difference though, meeting everyone. Actually, it was like a really great group, but everyone was super friendly and like, oh yeah, come on, we got to go and do, we're all going to go do this. It was like, this is suddenly like a bunch of people who really out of struggle that I'd been kind of silently sitting there with. And it was, yeah, just finding the videos, finding out the more I found out, the more I was like, oh, oh, there's actually like, this is a problem for me. Oh, I never thought about it that way. I just thought I wasn't trying hard enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just made a big difference finding all that. Mm, thanks, Daniel. Let's go, um, uh, let's go to Emily. Hey, Emily. Aloha. Aloha. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And uh, always wanted to express my gratitude, which was a shock. So I have a combination of the story of becoming into the ADHD. It's almost like a rite of passage at this point, huh? Um, so I was diagnosed at 50 and um, was a shock to the system because I didn't even, I didn't even, I never went to a therapist in my life, skipped grades. Everything was wonderful. I teach math for a living. So, you know, whatever I heard about ADHD was not in my atmosphere yet when I took online tests, you know, because I'm, I always considered myself chronically disorganized, um, you know, nine out of 10 questions, I would say yes, but I was like, nah, moving on. Um, finally, I went to a therapist because I was very depressed and I almost lost my job because I couldn't keep up with email. And I was wondering, my God, I can do all these things, but why can't I do simple it's, things? Like it's amazing people. how many heads are just were nodding when you just say I almost lost my job because I couldn't keep up with email. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much still, but still, I've made my kind of peace with it. Pseudo. Anyway, so, um, and then, um, same thing came across Jessica McCabe's channel, which is awesome. And that's where I saw you when you did that two day, how to get your shit together videos. Um, and that's when I saw you and I was like, hmm. Jessica's like, there's no way we would have called it that. I'm a family friendly channel. No, I'm thinking I should have called it that. That was great. <laughs> but I was kind of like, mm, I don't know about this dude, but I'm desperate. So um, out of desperation, because I'd never even listened to a podcast. You were my first podcast ever, Eric. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. And um, a lot of the stuff you did made sense, but I was still like, nah. That's not for me, but I'm desperate to get my shit together. So I joined the accountability group. Not very hopeful, but I was still hoping. And um, and it worked out way better, although it's not a miracle. It's not like you come out of there and you're completely healed or nothing. But I was thinking today, like, what would I be doing right now if it wasn't for the accountability mm -hmm. group? I would be the freaking hottest mess you ever saw you know, and still be running around my house, like freaking out, all the doors open, all the cabinets open, you know, getting, you know, being busy, 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 but getting nothing done, blah, 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 and not realizing, you know, that routines, which was a dirty word I had to embrace. <laughs> so, um, and I thank you for that, because that was something that I never thought that I would um, ever be able to adopt and actually like I used to have a bumper sticker that said there's nothing more inspirational than the last minute <laughs> <laughs> but today I was also thinking that um one thing that I have been able to do also because of it and actually deepen it is my faith in chaos which was a great line out of the movie pie that I always kind of 
really related to. And I was just thinking about all this thing and all, and I always have the faith in chaos. So the universe brought you to me and I'm very grateful for both you and Jessica. Hmm. Thanks, Emily. So just quick uh, show of hands. How many of you is, is uh, ADHD Rewire the first podcast you ever listened to? Daniel. Okay. I was like, oh, I don't want Emily to feel alone. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I've been alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Emily. All right. Um, I just want to point out that Blake just put in the chat that how to ADHD is the gateway drug to ADHD rewired. <laughs> and then ADHD rewired, the podcast is the gateway drug to the coaching groups. Yeah, no, this is all just a funnel. <laughs> <laughs> and wouldn't it be amazing if this was all something we planned? Oh, no, it, you're going to start conspiracy theory, <laughs> Derek. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's go to Mamata. And then I think that's going to be uh, about all the time we have. Okay. Hi, everybody. And hi, Jessica McCabe. I think this is so cool that I'm actually like on the same thing as you. But uh, I don't really know exactly. I don't know how I found out about ADHD Rewired because I know that I stumbled across your videos like maybe two or three years ago when I first figured out that I had it. But I just never actually like dove into it until maybe a year ago. But um, I guess the the one thing that this, I mean, out of so many things that I could pick, the main significant thing that I, I gained from this community was like realizing what it actually felt like to connect with people. Because I feel like I was so oblivious to the fact that I wasn't connecting with people. I didn't, I didn't understand, like, I didn't know that I was struggling either. Like a lot of my struggles are now recently catching up to me um, after being in group and talking to people that think like me and um, hearing people openly share their struggles. And then, then I'm like, Oh, so that's what struggling looks like. That's not what's supposed to happen, I guess. So now it's like, now I, I really understand what it means to communicate with people. I feel like I've gotten used to people not understanding my struggles. So I don't really voice them because I know that internally, like it's something I have to figure out, but, um, now I'm not, I'm not, I'm not satisfied with the scraps anymore that I, I have to take from interacting with neurotypical people because I know what it feels like to, I don't know, actually connect with people. And that's, that's what I really appreciate about the group. So thank you guys for sharing and just for being a part of this community. Thank you, Eric, for putting it all together and Jessica and just everyone. Like, it's amazing. Thank you so much, Mamata. Yeah, of course. Um, I also want to, because uh, we're just here at the last last minute here, um, just recognize Barb, who's uh, uh, in the other room beyond six feet of distancing. Um, there she is. Um, Barb has been such a, an amazing help. Uh, it's, it's really amazing that, that you've only been here since the beginning of January, right? Isn't that where you came on? October. I could, see, <laughs> if it weren't for her... <laughs> So, um, you know, one of the the uh, things I actually wanted to ask you about, um, maybe you can share a little bit about, is um, I think one of, uh, besides, you know, dealing with all of my ADHD-ness, um, the, the challenging things about this job for you has been reading 
all the Facebook uh, uh, applications because people share their story. And maybe you can just like speak uh, for just a, a minute about what that's been like for you uh, getting to know uh, this community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a surprise. You know, I knew I had to learn a lot of different software and platforms. And um, then when you fill out an application for a Facebook to get in the Facebook community, uh, some people are, are brief um, and a lot of people are very, um, you know, pages of their story and uh, really, really affected me. So I actually told Eric, we have to uh, set aside time so I can uh, debrief and just kind of talk about it because it was a lot to kind of hold in. Um, uh, the community is just so important to all of these people. Um, and it's, it's, it's wonderful to hear just about their journey and their journey brought them here. Thanks, Barb. You bet. All right. Well, I think we are here uh, at the end. Um, you know, we we spent the last hour and almost a half uh, hearing from uh, many, many voices uh, from the community. Some voices you've never heard before, others you have. Um, and for those of you who have had the experience as of late getting on a really bad Zoom meeting because everyone is unmuted, I just wanted to share with you what that actually sounds like here with all these people with ADHD rewired. Um, so I'm going to unmute all for just a moment and this is how we're going to end this one. Um, so, uh, thank you all for being here. Oh my God. Oh my. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. Hear me. Oh, yes. You hear me. My God. This is what my brain sounds like. Yes. I need about it. So excited. Jessica's playing in a second. have it in every classroom. Just like a moment where the teacher's like, everybody make noise. Thank you, everybody, for, for being here. Uh, I just wanted to double down on what you said about connecting online as a community because ADHD people and these communities, how do ADHD and ADHD rewired, are the best at connecting online. I can't tell you how many friends and family have been like blown away by the stories that I have. Thank you for being a part of that, Blake and, and everybody. So, um, be well, keep six feet apart, wash your hands, keep your sanity, have fun, make jokes and, um, keep listening to the podcast. Thank you, everybody. We'll do this again at like year 10. Are you committing? Are you committing to 10 years, Eric? Oh, it's, uh, I don't, I don't see myself slowing down anytime soon. Cause as far as having conversations, I don't think it's possible to get bored having conversations with people with ADHD. Cause I would, I would not keep doing this if I felt bored for a moment. And I, you know, I feel so fortunate to that. This is my job. Like, how did I get to be so lucky? I get to talk to all these weirdos and it's fantastic. It's just, I love being a part of this community and, uh, being a, a, uh, just a member of it. And I don't always have my shit together either. And as when I need the support, you guys supported me as well. And it, it feels, um, there's a lot of love that I feel in this community. Um, so thank you everybody. Thank you, Eric. I'm going to go take a brain break and I'll, uh, I'll see you guys around. Bye, everyone. 
This is Eric Tivers. Thank you for listening and congratulations for making it to the end. ADHD Rewired is more than just a podcast. We are a community focused on learning, growing, and connection. The website is ADHDrewired.com. You can find summaries and additional resources for each episode. You can apply to our free and secret Facebook community. You can learn more about ADHD Rewired's intensive online video-based coaching and accountability groups and sign up for my email newsletter to get exclusive content you won't get anywhere else. It's all at ADHDrewired.com. While you're there, click the Patreon button. If you're a regular listener and you're still listening to my voice, consider making a monthly contribution by becoming a patron through our Patreon page. If you are able to financially support my work, it would mean a lot. This show is free to listeners, but it is not free to produce. And patrons get really cool perks. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Tibbers. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash ADHD Rewired. If you're a coach, therapist, or related professional, connect with me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash Eric Tibbers. You can also subscribe to ADHD Rewired on YouTube. And you can subscribe to ADHD Rewired on YouTube and see select interviews and some other videos I've posted. Podcasts change lives. You can make a difference in someone's life by spreading the word about this podcast. Mention it in your online communities on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, or wherever you hang out online. And be sure to share it with your friends and your family and your clients, as well as your coaches, therapists, and doctors. And if you're a coach, therapist, doctor, or ADHD support group leader, and you would like a pack of podcast postcards to hand out, you can request those at my website, ADHDrewired.com. And if you're a member of Chad or any other ADHD support group, please be sure to tell them about this podcast. You can even show them how to download it on their phone. You know, you might be the person that turns somebody on to a podcast for the very first time. And if you really love this episode, please consider hitting share on your podcast player. I'm only one person and I count on you to help me spread the message. One of the biggest things that you can do to support this podcast and to help other people discover it is to leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, or any other podcast app that accepts ratings and reviews. And don't forget to hit subscribe on this podcast on your podcast app so new episodes are automatically pushed to your favorite podcast app. Looking for more ways to listen and learn? Get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired. Not sure where to start? In no particular order. Check out Atomic Habits by James Clear. The Body Keeps Score by Bessel van der Kolk. 10% Happier and Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics. These are both by Dan Harris. Change Your Questions and Change Your Life by Marilee G. Adams. The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. Procrastinate on Purpose by Rory Vaden. The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. Do you have trouble asking for help? Listen to The Art of Asking by Amanda Palmer. It's one of the best produced audiobooks I've ever heard. If you're looking for something a little bit more say magical i unexpectedly fell in love with the harry potter series and i don't usually listen to those kinds of books and i loved it and of course if you haven't yet boarded the Brene brown bus yet check out Brene brown's books starting with the gifts of imperfection daring greatly rising strong the power of vulnerability 
And if you're an entrepreneur or a leader in any capacity, check out her 2018 book, Dare to Lead. And Brene still is my most wanted guest. So if you know Brene, you would be so kind to make that connection for me. I will be really, really grateful. You know who else I would like to have on the show? You. Click the podcast tab at ADHDrewired.com and then click the Be a Guest button at the top of that page and schedule a 15-minute pre-interview. This is Eric Tibbers reminding you to keep learning, keep growing, and keep connecting. Self-care is not selfish, and no matter what gets done or doesn't get done, at the end of the day, you are still enough. And no matter how hard it feels, we can do hard things. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next week.